Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the Jola Speaks podcast. The Jola Speaks podcast is a short 10-ish minute podcast intended to grow and equip its listeners, which is yourselves, in your trust work with God. It is an evolving podcast with a current focus, particularly now on obtaining clarity as we go through our personal processes with God and how we learn to trust Him totally. I am myself also on the process, so I am definitely not an expert here. But each episode, I learn and is inspired by the Holy Spirit. It's a podcast from Mondays to Fridays. Please subscribe so you can get a lot of new episodes that have been released and also spread the word. Thank you. So for almost three weeks now, we have been discussing Easter series and it has been a very interesting series for me and very good learning points for me in various ways so we're going to continue and we're going to conclude the easter series today and we're going to conclude by discussing the apostolic ministries of the disciples i'm going to be reading from acts chapter 2 verses 29 to 47 and this comes after the pentecost and it's also interesting to see that the disciples and the apostolic ministries started after they got baptized with the holy spirit and that also reminds me of when jesus when she started literally when she started once he got baptized by john the baptist but remember that when he got baptized the spirit of the lord came upon jesus he came down like a dove and alighted upon jesus so it's quite ironical because he also got a baptism from the holy spirit quite interesting point to note so let's continue i read from the niv version fellow israelites i can tell you confidently that the patriarch david died and was buried and his tomb is here to this day but he was a prophet and knew that god had promised him an oath that he would place one of his descendants on his throne seeing what was to come he spoke of the resurrection of the messiah that he was not abandoned to the realm of the dead nor did his body see decay god raised this jesus to life and we are all witnesses of it and just to remind us yesterday we discussed the part where peter references david's word about jesus's death and crucifixion now let's continue exalted to the right hand of god he has received from the father the promised holy spirit and has poured out what you now see see and hear for david did not ascend to heaven and yet he said the lord said to my lord sit at my right hand until i make your enemies a footstool for your feet therefore let all israel be assured of this god has made this jesus whom you crucified both lord and messiah wow let's continue when the people heard this they were caught to their hearts and said to peter and other apostles brothers what shall we do peter replied repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of jesus christ for the forgiveness of your sins you will receive the gift of the holy spirit the promise is for you and your children and for all who are far off for all whom the lord our god will call with many other words he warned them and he pleaded with them save yourselves from this corrupt generation those who accept this message were baptized and about three thousand were added to their number that day wow let me now digress here it's so interesting how their ministry started here look at the first converts and just thinking about the series of events that happened i can 
honestly say God is a master planner. Like literally, the same will happen for Jesus after they got baptized by the Holy Spirit. Even how they were even behaving, you know, when they were speaking in tongues, people thought they were drunk. That even attracted people to them. And through that attraction, many souls were won. And obviously, their various ministries started from their positive point of view. Many came to Christ that day, about 3,000. So imagine winning 3,000 souls at just the beginning of the world's ministry. That's huge. And I must note to myself that, Jola, you can't phantom how God has organized series of events when the time comes and when seasons need to change or seasons change. Literally, for the disciples, as they obeyed Jesus, they stayed in Jerusalem, right? And they were praying and waiting for the coming of the Holy Spirit. They didn't know what day or what time or what will happen or how it will happen, but they just obeyed him. And the day the Holy Spirit came, they were still praying and waiting for him. And next thing, the Holy Spirit comes, baptizes all of them. They have tongues on fire. They can now speak in other tongues to spread the gospel like we discussed yesterday. And their ministry started. There and then, they got 3,000 converts. Literally, series of events, back to back, all planned and predestined by God. How would the apostles think that, ah, perhaps, you know, when I start speaking in other tongues, more people would come to the fold? They probably had no clue. They had no clue. And this also comes to tell me that I know God has told us things about the future, what he's taking us to. But for many of us, we are quite concerned of the how, how it will happen, who God would use, how everything would manifest and change. But you see, the way it happened is very similar in the way it's going to happen for us. We know the destination. We know what God is calling us to. But the how is left for God, the master planner, to walk us through. All he asks is that we obey. As simple as that, you know, the way the apostles obeyed Jesus and stayed in Jerusalem and they moved from Jerusalem. The way they kept praying for the coming of the Holy Spirit. They didn't know when it was going to happen or how it would happen or what it would lead to or how things would manifest. They just knew God has said so. So the Holy Spirit is coming. They trusted God totally in this regard. And so I put it to myself and to you as well let's not worry about how it's going to happen let's continue to obey god as a leader because guess what the how with god can be any form shape way he can use millions of ways to get what he wants to be done done and guess what like the apostles we may not even be to phantom has going to even do it we'll find out we are there Great on of obedience. We don't know how he has prepared things. And that's how we have to trust and obey him through this journey with him. It's so interesting. And also interesting about how three these apostles who kept on going, didn't stop, kept on going. Honestly, it's so impressive. It's so impressive. So the how we leave it to God, the master planner. We rest and we know that we will witness and see, experience the transformation, the change, the move, the jump, the acceleration, whatever it is that you and I are waiting for in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's continue with the verses 42 so they devoted themselves to the apostles and another point is that you see God had already prepared the hearts of those that needed to be saved that day to the point where these converts dedicated themselves to the teachings of the apostles the same way the disciples dedicated themselves to Jesus' teachings. It's important to say this because a lot of times we want to do things ourselves and then we find it doesn't work out or it's just off. But see how God has planned because God had already prepared. So there's so many things that went into that actual incident. 
For example, how would they have phantomed when God would have prepared the hearts of those souls that would have been won that day? If they had rushed it, that may never have happened. So it's more of diligence, of trusting God, of waiting patiently in the wait, trusting Him. So let's continue. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold properties and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day, they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of people. You know, it's so interesting how dedicated these new converts were. If you force someone to convert to or become a Christian, you can't get such commitment. You can't buy it anyway. You can't force it. But when God does it, it's from the heart. And the same way God will bring helpers to you. They're not helping you because you ask them to help or because you force them to help you. They're helping you because God has any point that has to help you. So they are doing it with joy. It's different. It's very different. We honestly trust God. We need to wait for His time. His timing is perfect. Let's continue. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. And that's the end of the scripture and the end of the Easter series, you know. Honestly, I'm just reflecting on the various readings and it makes me even understand God's love for me better. It makes me understand the processes that God takes us through. It makes me understand the timing of God is so perfect. And God is a master planner. What? A master planner. Second last point is that it also makes me understand the one purpose that which all our purposes are aligned to, to bring others to the fold, to save souls for Christ. And one last point that I'm going to say that it also reminds me that these disciples, the apostles, they were like you and I, they were not perfect. They were just dedicated and committed, Jesus, to the work that he has given them to do. The strength, a lot of things came from God. All they did was to show up and dedication. You see, God qualifies. He qualifies. He doesn't bring the qualifier. He qualifies. He helps us. He shows what to do. He leads us. Let's look at Peter. With all that happened, he denied just three times. Imagine if he just stayed and wallowed in self-pity. Oh my God, I denied my master. See the mighty ministry ahead of him. We today, we know Jesus because of a lot of things that the apostles did. Imagine if you said, no, what God, I have sinned against you so, and like the law, I'm just going to just wallow in self-pity and regret. He would have lost so much because the ministry before him was so mighty. Jesus even gave him a lot of words about it. It's so interesting. God is so merciful. And we have to constantly remember that even when we fail, when we fall, let's get up. God is too merciful to fail us. He's too merciful for us. And we are worthy. We are worthy of His amazing mercy. No matter how unworthy sometimes it makes us feel, we are worthy of it. So that's it for me today. It's amazing, honestly. And thank you for listening today. Thank you for listening to the various series, the various episodes. I am truly grateful. I know that you have learned a lot from listening. And we'll continue next week. I have a surprise I'm quite excited about. So I would inform and discuss as I go. If you have any questions, let me know. Happy to respond. I know the Holy Spirit is looking forward to responding to you through me. Wonderful day. And I love you. God bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Bye.